This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The Promised Land. Since being a young boy in grade school, with the exception of a brief hiatus when Boris Yeltsin was president of Russia, that country was our enemy. The first Russian dictator that I was aware of was Nikita Khrushchev, who came to Iowa and said that Russia would bury us. There were differing interpretations of what he meant by that threat, but it was not a vow of healthy competition. That was when some Americans were so in fear of nuclear war and a Soviet nuclear missile attack that they built bomb shelters. I remember when JFK stood down the Russians over Cuba, and I also remember when he was assassinated by someone who had been to Russia. There was a daisy chain of different Russian dictators in an arms race that was really a contest of economic systems. I voted for Ronald Reagan, who pushed the Soviet economy over the edge, collapsing the Soviet Union, and then beseeched Gorbachev to tear down that wall, which he did. Our family checked out Checkpoint Charlie when visiting Berlin, I've never ventured into Russia, nor ever had a desire to do so. Actually, I did want to visit St. Petersburg and Catherine the Great's estate outside of that city, but being that it was in Russia, that nixed that idea. When our previous president said that we should get along with Russia and make deals with Putin, I just cringed. It is barely imaginable how much money the United States has had to spend over my lifetime to counter the Soviet and Russian military threat. Ironically, my father spent time in Germany in the U.S. Army, 4th Division, positioned opposite from the Russian Army, and did not see me until I was a year old because of his service. The Russian monarchy was actually one step removed from being as evil as their successive communist state. Now, they have a fake democracy run by a fake undemocratically elected president, who is as Soviet as any tyrant running Russia has ever been. The economic collapse of the Soviet Union was just the first wave down for the demise of the Russian Empire, with the subsequent recovery of their economy constituting what technical analysts call a B-wave. B-waves are corrections following initial declines, trends reverse higher, which many see as a resumption of the now long-gone bull market. At least that is how Putin sees it. He was going to bring his country back from its demise. But Russia is not resuming any uptrend. In fact, B-waves are false prophets. They are illusions that precede another even more devastating wave down. Economic sanctions imposed by liberal Western democracies on Russia can deliver that fatal blow to where the bear market that we call Russia finally climaxes in what we hope results in a long-term bottom from which something positive for the world can then emerge, something real. Russian demographics are about to collapse, and the ruble should test the bottom of whatever intrinsic value that it holds, My whole life I have despised first the Soviet Union and then Russia. Russians have done nothing to improve the human race, bringing peace, love, or charity to the world. They've always done quite the opposite. Many freedom-loving people have been resolved to put up with Russia, as their being an opponent with nuclear weapons forced no other choice. There is nothing like an economic collapse to generate opportunity for regime change, and Russia could sure use one after centuries of cold darkness where freedom was sent to Siberia to die. No one knows that more than the people of Ukraine who have been persecuted and slaughtered by one Russian dictator or another for centuries. It is actually apropos and fitting that this time, with the help of the West, Ukraine could be the tool with which the Russian kleptocracy is hammered into oblivion. 
For the first time in my life, I can see a promised land where Russia is purged of tyrants and actually joins humanity and becomes a contributing member of a democratic European society. This would mean that they would no longer be our enemy and morph into something this time where Russia could become a friend. I realize that this could just be my illusion, but it is the first time that I've had the opportunity to imagine such an outcome. To get to the promised land, Ukraine is going to have to kill a lot more Russians, while despairingly more Ukrainians will also die. We need to do everything that we can and then some to help them kill Russians. Putin has fallen into a potential trap of his own making in Ukraine. We need to help Ukraine close its shot on him. Sending an army to invade Ukraine that very few in it comes home from is the optimum outcome. It is the compelling outcome. Crushing the Russian economy so that people there out of work have nothing better to do than fill Moscow Square calling for the demise of Putin is compelling. No Russian athlete, no oligarch, no Russian business should be welcomed outside of Russia. The door to the global community should be slammed shut on them. I have now had my vision of what the promised land looks like flashed before my eyes, and Putin is not in it. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.